up, guys? What's up? Welcome back, I-90 Sports Nation. What is going on? What's up? What up, JD? What up, dude? I'm I'm ready for the season, dude. The preview show. I'm hyped. How are you, my man? Yeah, it's 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 nice to have football back, isn't it? From now until the first weekend in February, we get our Sundays, Mondays, and Thursdays with some football. Yeah, it's something, man. There's nothing on TV. It's been straight garbage for the last couple <laughs> last couple months. I don't know about you, man. Ever since the finals ended, but yeah, I'm excited to get started with this show. We got a ton for you guys today more than more than we might even have enough time for but we're gonna we're gonna get it all in we're gonna pack it all in yeah we got a lot we're gonna we're gonna hit on a bunch of stuff we got a lot of good uh, good topics to cover today so let's start it off with uh let's start it off with the um patriot the uh should we start with Mac Jones or should we go with the uh should we go with the uh the Bears. Patriots matchup? <clears throat> yeah, the Patriots matchup. So the Patriots matchups, we can go with that since it's first uh the Bears Alrighty. as a night game. Um and we always start with our teams first cuz our teams are the most important teams obviously, especially <laughs> my team. Because they're the uh, only ones that matter. <laughs> especially the Bears, they're the ones that really matter. So, uh we have New England at a um, a fifty nine percent chance to win, according to Covers dot com, which is I think it's a Vegas site. Uh, They're affiliated yes. with Vegas. Yep, correct. And uh, yes, that or yes, thank you. And um, yeah, there's like a negative plus three, negative three uh, betting odds for you if you're a betting man. Um, so Miami is getting three. The Patriots yes, are, get, are, get, are giving three. Correct. Correct. So how do you feel about yeah the Patriots giving three and how do you feel about the matchup in general as a win-loss perspective from a win-loss perspective? I would say 65% chance we're going to win this game. If I had to put a percentage on it, I'm pretty confident. I think, I think Miami's going to struggle against the Patriot defense. Um, and uh, I just, I don't have a lot of faith in Tua at all. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say, actually, and th that's the reason I think that Miami is going to struggle, um, is because is because uh, with the Patriots and Bill Belichick specifically, there's one thing that he's really good at, and that's defeating average or young, inexperienced quarterbacks who don't know what he's trying to do to you. And when Bill Belichick has an elite corner as well. It's especially troubling for young quarterbacks. And Stefan Gilmore, I think, is going to have a good day. I predict a Stefan Gilmore interception. He's on the pup. Oh, he is. That's right. He's on Ooh, the pup. It does yeah. change things. I still predict the Patriots get one or two interceptions. JC uh, Jackson. JC Jackson is still a good corner, though. He's still he, a good he's still a very a good solid secondary. number two. Even without Gilmore, I'm still pretty confident that Belichick is gonna have a good day or that yeah. his secondary will have a good day. He's so, always um, like you, like you said previously, he's always bills always fared well against young and experienced quarterbacks. Absolutely. And yes, he's fared well against quarterbacks in general, but especially the young and inexperienced ones. Um, and I think the reason why that is, is because he's the greatest cornerback coach in the game, in the history of football. He is the greatest secondary coach in the history of football. That's why he he fares well against quarterbacks. So, and Tua is not 
although Tua is very accurate, Tua apparently doesn't even he still doesn't know the playbook. He has the Cam he has the Cam Newton syndrome. So I would be curious <laughs> to see how much actual play time like Tua has on the like on a, on an NFL field. I, I don't know. I I I I would if I was a Dolphin fan, I would have a lot of trouble trusting him. Trying to see what who, what their options are. Let's see here. Is it Brissett? Is so, number two? So the uh, I mean, let's so oh, they I think, it. I think a is. lot of Patriot Nation is well aware that the Pats are going to lean on the defense and the run game this year to get them through. And for a, I think for a while until Mac Jones gets in a, gets into a good rhythm, you're going to see a tight end heavy, a tight end heavy pass game. Absolutely, and uh, I mean, why not? The, the Belichick has had so much success with tight ends, with having two tight ends. He's had he's done it like three iterations of this. And uh, yes, it's not Tom Brady, but tight ends are the easiest guys to call play for plays for. He, excuse me, they are the easiest guys on the field to call plays for because they're so big, and all you have to do is just kind of get them open. Um, and it's pretty, it's pretty phenomenal. Uh, he says these they're are just big targets. Simple. They're they're, yeah, they're big huge. targets to throw to. There's so many. Uh, there's so many good ones that the. I mean, Hunter Henry is phenomenal. Like we've seen him. Uh, make some amazing plays with the Chargers. I think he'll be just as good in the McDaniel's offense. So I expect a lot out of the tight ends this year for sure. Yeah, no, the, the combination of Jonu Smith and Hunter Henry, those those two those two tight ends, I think it's gonna be it's gonna lend it well to keeping Mac Jones in in a comfort zone. And I mean the Patriots offensive line isn't elite, but it's pretty good. Now, now, you had said something uh, a little bit ago, and it took me a second to pull it up completely. You had said you, you wonder how much time Tua is going to be given in there. Now, what do you mean by that? Do you mean by the pocket? Or I mean, mean how much actual playtime he's seen, like on an NFL, like it to me, because to me, like it doesn't seem like he's got a lot of real in game experience. You know, I think he's right. still kind of like, young, like, you know, like, like to me, I, I think Mac Jones and him are on the same experience level. Well, here's my question to you. They have a very interesting backup there in Miami. And now that we're talking about this matchup, what if Tua does struggle? I know we could play the what if game for anything. I realize that. But let's say Tua has kind of um, – he struggles with this Patriots or uh, with this Patriots defense. Do Could you see a situation in, in which they bring in Jacoby Brissett, who has seen the Patriots multiple times, has played them. Not only that, he was a Patriot at one point. Yeah. So could you see the Patriot? I mean, I, you don't want to crush Tua though. But what's your opinion on that? On the backup being so strong? I, I don't. I don't know. It, it's that's tough because if you take strong a backup, if you, I mean, Brissett's a good backup. He is. He he started for Indy. He started for the Colts for all. Of, I think the whole year one year. Um, and didn't do too bad. I think they were around, they were around, uh, I think they got like seven or eight wins. I think they got seven or eight wins that season. I think, I think seven wins. Um, something like that. So he didn't do too, he didn't do too bad. I think, um, he, he's like a sir. I think he's a serviceable backup, but I don't know. Like, do you really want to start a season like that and ruin a court, like and ruin a quarterback's confidence and sit him in the first game? I think it would, right, it would right. take it would failed. take a lot. It would take a lot for them to be like, you know what? Nah. 
I think, yeah, like five games of failure at that point. Like you would need like five or six games of failure um, in, in, in to a take row. him out. Yeah. In, in a row. So, but but I, I do want, if I'm sitting there, Brian Flores, and I'm just like looking at Jacoby Brissett, I'm like, but if I see Tua start throwing three picks in, in the first half, I'm just going to be looking at Jacoby like, hey there, <laughs> hey there, Jacoby. You better get warmed up. You better get warmed up. Is that arm loose? <laughs> For real, that's what I'd be thinking. So, um, Interesting How's your matchup. arm feeling, Jacoby? Is it not, is it uh, ready to roll? <laughs> hey, hey, Brissette, how you feeling, bro? No, for real though, uh, I I'd be I'd be strongly considering that um, if he does. Although I don't know if I'm expecting that. Tua has had a whole off season, like you said, um, to really figure things out, to really bond with his teammates. Who knows what we're gonna see this year? We got three Alabama quarterbacks, but uh. Yeah, there's 17 games this year. That's correct, uh, Jared. And um, my question for you is, if you had to, if you had to predict a score or or what type of game it'll be, break, break that down for us. I as unbiased as you can. I think 27 27-14, 27-17. I, I I agree with the 27-17. I think it's going to be. Yeah, I, I think that the Patriots or that the Dolphins might get one turnover. I think the Dolphins might get one turnover, turn that into seven points, and then they're going to have a slow game, maybe get one touchdown at the end. But the Patriots are going to overwhelmingly dominate the game with the run. With the run, like they're just going to pound that rock. You're going to see a lot of Stevenson. You're going to see a lot of uh, uh, Damian. You're going to see you see all four of the guys. So here's <laughs> um, a little. So here's a little a little um, nugget for you, JD. Harris. Ramondre Stevenson uh, dislocated his thumb in practice on, on oh my uh, God, I'm, I'm missing on Tuesday, I think. On Tuesday? I think this week, yeah. But they were just doing walkthroughs, weren't they? I thought they were doing walkthroughs. I think he did. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he dislocated his thumb. Jeez, man. Dudes are just so, like getting ice cream cones. So they, ah! they, they're, they're, hopeful, they're hopeful that he'll be ready to go for Sunday, but just that, add that little nugget in there, you know, add that well, in there. Luckily they have three other running backs, <laughs> but um, I, I, I still feel the same. I think that the Patriots are going to win. I agree with you. It's going to be like 27. I think they'll get like 20 something points, anywhere from 23 to 25 uh, points. And, it, and honestly, if they don't win, if the Patriots don't win this game, because the Dolphins are more talented or something, younger, maybe they they beat the brakes off of some of them. Uh, because keep in mind, um, who was the guy, darn it? He signed with uh, with the Dolphins recently, and he came back to the Patriots. Um, it's not Ninkovich. It's uh, Van Noy. Thank you. Van Noy. Kyle Van Noy. Yeah. Like, so clearly Flores saw him as like – expendable so he there was seen, some val- there was some value there though oh there's excellent value definitely the patriots wanted him yeah. back but i do wonder you know what if this is belichick's and, and do you as a patriots fan worry what if belichick's time really was attached to brady what if what if this is like a, an average year or something like that is, it, is that that is that fear ever creep into you or, or your fan base here or do we know we're going to talk about it I don't know. That's it's. I think the Patriot fan base, the the Patriots in general, just being as successful as they have been for you know twenty years now, twenty seasons. I think the bar itself is already set high. You know what I mean? 
Oh it's yeah, already, it's already set really, really high. I mean, I, I think we, for the most part, I think a lot of Patriot fans understand that you know Brady is a once in a lifetime, a generational talent. So you're not gonna get, you know, you're not gonna get, you know, those thir- those twelve, you know, hope. Well, we can only hope that Mac Jones is is half of what he is, you know. You're right. But like, like with Brady, all those years were it, it's a guaranteed twelve wins, you know, guaranteed. He was so determined. He he wanted to win. He cared about the game more than anything. That's why it is peculiar to me that Bill didn't want to keep it together. Um, and I think at the end, Brady didn't want to keep it together. But there was a time when Bill didn't want to keep it together. And that is peculiar to me. Uh, I think he, he, he really liked Jimmy Garoppolo. That's a whole other story for a different day. But... Um, I, yeah, it's interesting. It is interesting. I mean, we covered all of this in nauseum yeah. with Brady Watch, just all of the different angles and the different dynamics between them all, and all of the rumors and all that. I mean, me and me and JD True. have done countless videos during during our Brady Watch series that we did, you know, following his you know Tampa Bay signing. But just just the 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 you know that whole dynamic. I think for the most part, though, most Patriot fans understand where the expectations are this season. And I think given given Mac Jones's um, potential, I think a 10-win season is doable. I think it absolutely is. And I, and I was just playing devil, devil's advocate because I actually believe that the Patriots have something besides Bill Belichick that a lot of teams wish that they had, and that's Josh McDaniels. So A good, a, a good uh, really good offensive coordinator, yeah. Exactly. Who could easily be a head coach. And I feel like Bill Belichick wants to win another title with Josh, Josh McDaniels. And then he probably wants to retire and then give Josh McDaniels the keys to the car. And Josh McDaniels probably wants that the Patriot way and all that stuff. But regardless, as far as this season goes, you're right. I think the, the expectations are relatively tempered, but there is still kind of like a nine to 11 wins, right? Like you're still, there's still kind of like a, Hey, we still better be in the playoff hunt. I think they will be in the hunt. I definitely, that's a definite. I I think they'll, they'll definitely be in the hunt for sure. I I think so too. And I I think they should win. I I think they should score this. Like I said, this game, I think it's going to be 27, 14, 27, 17, somewhere, somewhere in that range. And I think a lot of those points are going to come on the ground. To be honest, I think a yeah. lot of those points are going to come on the ground. Whether Mac, whether it, you know, I, I, I think most of those twenty-seven will come on the ground. I, I, I don't expect Mac to make Mac Jones to make a ton of mistakes, but I do expect the first like four or five games. Maybe you'll see. You, I, I bet yeah. you'll see him throw a couple of picks in the first five or six games. Just, just from getting. Mm-hmm. I mean. He's a rookie, dude. There's, there's, you know, fast cornerbacks and these, you know, he's going to be facing some of these elite guys, guys in the court. Let's be honest. Even the, even the worst corner in the NFL is still an NFL corner and he can exactly. jump in front of a, you know, he could, they can jump in front of footballs that are thrown bad. Any, any, even the worst corner in the league can jump in front of a badly thrown ball and, 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 and pick it off, you know? Absolutely. Uh, and, and they do. And with, with, with the Patriots, they're about as good as anyone at running the ball. Um, yeah. Them or the Niners, uh, maybe the well, at one point the Eagles, but I'm not sure about the Eagles anymore. Uh, either way, I think the Patriots will have a good year in this specific matchup. I got Patriots winning this matchup handily. Um, 
So you want to move on to the next matchup? Absolutely. And that for that, we will travel down the uh, Mass Pike, uh, heading down, heading I-90 west into the Windy City. And we will get to see the debut game and his first NFL start for your boy there, Justin Fields. So what do you think? NFL start? I thought it was Andy Dalton. What did I miss? Or hopeful, or I hope we'll, no, let's let me let me oh, back okay. that up a little bit. I was like, dang, is he really? That'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> so you're gonna get Andy Dalton. You got me excited. <laughs> I know, I was just gonna say. All right, so you got your Chicago Bears and their opening opening day. Thoughts, JD. Uh yes, absolutely. My thoughts are it's not gonna be your foe. It, hey, it's a let's be honest. The Rams are not going to be like that front. That the the pass rush for LA is pretty good. Oh yeah, the the, the pass rush for LA um, was phenomenal, and uh, it, it is phenomenal. And and they also have um, they have a good secondary, very good secondary. They have a, they have probably uh, a top five defense, if not a top three defense. So we have a work cut out for us. Andy Andy Dalton, Andy the Red Rocket Dalton has his work cut out for him. Um, on offense, I think we're going to be very inept, but I'm hoping for the very best. On defense, though, uh, we I, I believe that the Rams have one injured. Uh, I, I got to double check that. I believe they have an injured uh, Rams puck list. They have an injured lineman, and I think that's good for us for the Bears. Uh, they we also we've seen Matthew Stafford quite a bit. And if there's a way for us to pull off an early game upset, a lot of momentum out of Chicago where we are known to do such things as uh, pull these types of upsets. But one thing that's really revealing for me and uh, that, that stands out to me when looking at this line, Vegas gives us virtually no chance. <laughs> Vegas, you Bears fans who are watching right now, Vegas hates us, man. They hate us for this game. They are saying we are seven and a half point underdogs. Yeah, that's yeah. They're they're not giving you guys a shot. I've seen it. At, I've seen it at, as high as nine. Yeah, that's on on other on other on other betting sites. Like I've seen it as high as nine. They're wow. they're they're really not giving. So, I mean, that's that's what they think of us. So if we can pull off an upset here, bear down, bear fucking down, baby. <laughs> <laughs> So what do you what do you think it's here's a the question. Change. What do you think it's gonna take? What do you think it's gonna take to beat LA? What do you what do you what do the Bears do? What do the Bears have to do as a team to beat the Rams? So we gotta disrupt Stafford's first uh we gotta disrupt his first game. Like he's gonna want to get to it. Excuse me, he's going to want to get into a rhythm. A lot of Sean McVay's offenses are scripted, and Matthew Stafford is a guy who likes scripted offenses, and that's why they're a good fit naturally. Um, I remember back way back in like 2016 or so, uh, when they had Jim Caldwell, uh, yeah. he had a really, really good year because Jim Caldwell, uh, he, you know, kind of cooked up a really, really good offense for him to, like, it took him like three quarters and they dominated the game and they actually, I think they won a playoff game that year. So it was very good for him. And, and I think that Sean McVay is a perfect match. Um, and so what we got to do. Much like the Patriots did to Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl, we got to get to him. We got to disrupt him. We got to bother him. We got to make him uncomfortable. We got to get him out of rhythm. We got to we got to ruin whatever um, script that they want 
to uh, get going on us. And I think it's going to have something to do because they don't have a running game very much so right now, and they don't really want to run against Khalil Mack. I don't think that would be suicide. So they're probably going to throw over the top. So Eddie Jackson is going to be is going to be busy. He's going to have a oh, busy you, so day. You think the back end of your defense is going to be real busy? It's going to be busy, and I think uh, I think Johnson. Yeah, Johnson's going to have a hell of a day and uh eddie jackson so jackson and johnson it's typical last names but those guys are going to be very very busy i think the second year man johnson and um yeah he's still he's long though so i like i like him one-on-one against people and then jackson can float around so uh i like our chances as well as anyone as far as the disruption goes it's gonna be tough though what are your thoughts I think I think you're right. I think you gotta. I think that in order for the Bears to beat the Rams, the front, the it's gonna get it's gonna be one in the trenches. If if you're if you can get if you can get pass rush without without having to blitz, yes, because the Bears run the Bears run cover two. The Bears run cover two. That's the key right there. They they you guys have got to get the Bears have got to have got to uh, have got to get pressure from the front from their front. The I'm talking front four without blitz and and if they can if they can do that which i think that's it's not outside the the realm of possibility for them to be able to do that but if they can if they can cause havoc in the back in the backfield without blitzing i think they'll be okay it's when they have to bring it's when they have to bring extra pressure because let stafford stafford can stand one thing he did well in detroit and he's you know i think he's going to do well with la and i think mcveigh is going to feed on this is the guy can stand tall in a pocket and deliver an accurate football you know, no question. And now that he's in, in the in the Rams offensive line was is a lot better than Detroit's. So he's going to have extra time to do that. The, the, the key is, is your you got to win it in the trenches. This game's going to be won in the trenches. It's going to be it's going to be the Bears defensive front versus the versus the O-line of 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 um, uh, the Rams. And I, I think. I, it, that see that that's going to be the best matchup because you guys got a the Chicago has a pass rush they can, they got guys that can get at it. Well, Khalil, that was I was going to say that he's the guy that gives me faith. Khalil Mack, the fact that we have Khalil Mack, I that gives me faith that we can win pretty much any game against anybody. And I think that you hit on one of the main things that we absolutely need to do, and that's get pressure on the quarterback without rushing too many people, without engaging in a big all-out blitz. And the second thing um, that we need to do is create turnovers. We need at least two. We're going to need at least two because Andy Dalton, uh, he ain't going to – until Fields is in there, we ain't going to generate any serious offense. So Andy Dalton, he's going to be inept, I'm sure, the uh, red pistol. So. The, the one the one thing that bothers me about Dalton is that don't he's a don't get me wrong he's a middle of the he's a middle of the pack court middle pack middle like middle of the pack guy he's not terrible terrible like he's not bottom third and he's not you know he's a middle he's a middle guy the one thing the one thing that always tends to happen with him is it it happens at the most inopportune times he'll fumble a football or throw a stupid throw a stupid ball trying to squeeze it into double or triple cut you know he'll make some desperate throw to try and keep a drive going and it ends up you know costing him and he did that in Cincinnati his whole time there he's if it's not there just eat it just he thinks he's better mail it into the stance or just eat it and take a sack and live and live you know get him the next drive like the the, the that's he can, he can't 
if if he's going to win with the Bears, then he's got to stop that or at least limit it. Do you, do you want to know what I think about this Andy Dalton situation? I'm going to take it even further than I've ever taken it before. And I've thought about it a lot. I've meditated on it, man. Just like I've really gotten <laughs> – I've really, really like gotten into this, man. I've thought about it a lot. So one <laughs> what, what of the things I, th- I think about it – so I think that – I think that Matt Nagy is a guy who he likes Ryan. Ryan Pace was starting to feel the fire. Matt Nagy, not so much. Matt Nagy has been to the playoffs two years in a row. But Ryan Pace, he's been hearing a lot of the chatter. You didn't get Pat Mahomes or Deshaun Watson. You suck. Uh, why did you get rid of Ryan Howard? A lot of a lot of problems. Definitely heard of that from me. A lot of you guys know on my channel. Made a big video about that. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, regardless. Ryan Pace was hearing that noise. He was hearing that chatter. Matt Nagy was he, he, he's like Ryan Pace hired me, man. I gotta you know I gotta have his back. And I think that that Andy Dalton when he came to the table in the summer, people were looking at Trubisky like, what do we do with this guy? Like, <laughs> what, what do we do? What do we do with this guy? Like, I don't know what to do with him. And Andy Dalton came to the table. He said, "Dude, I'm the best, man. I got you. I can save your job. I can, I can take you to the playoffs. I've been to the playoffs like five times. Uh, yeah, we didn't win anything, but I went there five times. We can go to the playoffs again. Keep your job." And he said, "All right, man. I promise you, you're the starter." And once we had the chance to get Justin Effing Fields. <laughs> We all took bet, it. All bets are all bets are yeah, off. Yeah, we were like, wait, well, what did we say earlier? We don't care about that, but now you've already committed fully. Yeah. And you're also like, well, I'll take you, the time. Listen, they didn't commit nothing. The hell with that, right? It's <laughs> look at what a perfect example. We said you could Bel- start the season. Listen, perfect example. <laughs> perfect example. Belichick hooked his wagons to Cam Newton hard last year and defended True. him with any through anything and everything. He's Belichick's a cold-hearted bastard when it comes to making decisions for the team. He'll make the decision that he thinks that's best for the team, for him, for the success of the, you know, for the success of the franchise. Mac Jones, like the like we went over this in nauseum too. 20 out of 21 practices were his. They he owned them, right? Clearly the better he, Belichick's a cold-hearted SOB, man. <laughs> he will he will make the decision. It does like he well, the, Seriously, yeah. you, you know it. I know it. He's a cold-hearted sob, and he'll make the decision that he feels best. He, th- you know, there's one thing on this planet that Belichick <laughs> loves more than anything: winning, winning the game, man, winning the Super Bowl, that's, winning that's everything, Just winning, winning. He winning hates everything. to lose. He hates to lose, regardless of the game, regular season, you know, regular season and playoff. He hates to lose. I, I'm yeah, I and he's and he doesn't lose very much. He hasn't lost that much in his career, to be honest. And and the thing about it is, I think that Matt Nagy. I don't know if Matt Nagy is the cold blooded. I think Matt Nagy has a little bit of cold bloodedness in him, but I don't know if he's as cold blooded as as Belichick. But but also, you, you kind of said it too. He doesn't owe him anything. All he promised nothing. him was that he, he could owes start- him nothing. He's the coach of the team. The guy's a player. Let, I mean. <laughs> I, I might be a cold, I might be a cold hearted sob too, but it's like he owes him nothing. No, you're right. You're right. He doesn't owe him anything. You're not. You're not performing. Sit your ass on the bench, son. He definitely has fire under his ass. But this is what I would say about Andy Dalton. We promised you could start the season, so you get the first snap. 
We got everything you after that. that. <laughs> I don't know about everything after that, but the first snap is yours, Andy. You can have the first snap at least. Maybe See, the first I game. think I think Chicago, if if the if Dalton really isn't it and they, they know he's not it, they're still gonna stick with him for like four games. They'll still stick with him for like four games because they want to see, they want Justin Fields to see here's how corners, here's how defenses react. And all they're going to give him as much information as they, the, the first month, let's be honest, JD, for any team, any NFL team, the first month is the, tr- is the trial run. It's okay. What's working? What, especially for the Pats, like it, it's in, in any of the NFL teams, it's what's working and what isn't. And they don't really settle into a groove until about week six. That's true. So, but, yeah. like, 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 they're gonna give Dalton the his opportunities to do, to to you know to keep that job. But don't go, don't get it twisted, man. That leash, at least me, me. This is me personally from an outsider looking in, with a guy like Justin Fields being drafted as high as you guys did take him, and the potential that he the potential that he did show in the preseason, and and just the professionalism and his all around, you know, his makeup. Like it's going to be very hard over after after so that after a month, especially after week four, if, if Fields is still progress, you know, making the progressions and and being as you know the professional we'll that he said we, it's dude, think about it. It's going to be hard for them for the Chicago for Nagy for any for the upper management to hold that kid back. You know, right when Dalton starts to look limited. Right when he looks limited and the team looks good, right when the team looks good and Dalton looks limited, they're gonna they're gonna roll with the rookie, I think. But so you're right, I think this, it'll be a wait, few wait, weeks. Wait, do this for me. Can, look this up for me, just for sure, for sure. one sec. Look up Chicago's schedule. Oh, look I've up the Bears' that. schedule for me. Let's go down. Let's do this, and we'll pull it up, and we'll because it's it's just an interesting talking point because it's it it's. Cause like the Patriots are starting, they're 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 starting Mac Jones now. You know, like there's yeah. no transition anymore. Like before, me and you were talking about a transition. There's no transition now. Now it's it's full bore ahead with Jones from week one. And I wonder if that was the smartest thing to do because Belichick. I mean, Belichick would know. That's kind of like where I'm at with that. And Matt Nagy, he's still kind of a young coach. He's in his his forties, and he doesn't. He's he hasn't won really anything. I think he won one playoff game, but yeah. So besides that, so what's so? Did you were you able to pull that up? Uh yes. So here's how here's how it is. So we face the Ram. We yep. face the Rams, and they are projected to be our our kick our butts. Yep. Uh, and uh, Cincinnati Bengals is next week. So let's say so what, Dalton, give, me, give me give me your matchups from week one to week. Five. Here's what it is. So it's the Rams, the Bengals, the Browns, the Lions, and the Raiders. Four and five look pretty good. So two of those are two of those games you're going to struggle. They're going to have a hard time with. Two out of those five are going to be tough. The rest of and and then and then there's one in there that's that's a 50-50 game, and you guys should you guys should demolish the Lions. I would think so. Yeah. So what's what's so. so what's week four and five again? Uh, week four and five is let's see. I believe that was the let's see the Lions and the Raiders. All right. Raiders. So what's what's week six? The Packers. So if they're gonna make a move, it's gonna be the Lions game. It'll be I, it. Yeah. 
if they're going to make a move, it'll be the Lions game because they're going to give him a, a warm-up game in the Lions, and then the Raiders the Raiders are a little bit better, and then it's like, okay, now you're going to face the Packers. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and the Bears so don't have an easy it's a schedule. Gradual, it's a gradual skill level increase. You know what I'm saying? You start with the Lions, who are just just a, a, a dumpster fire floating down shit creek, and, <laughs> and then – and then and then and then you jump it up to the Raiders who are a little bit better. You know, that team that team overall from the Lions is a little bit better. And then it's the Packers that so if they make a move, I think it's gonna be the um if they make a move, it's definitely gonna be that Lions game. It has to be the Lions game because then it's the gauntlet, dude. After the Raiders, it's the Packers, the Bucks, the Niners, the Steelers. Then you got a bye week. And then you got the Ravens and the Lions yeah, again. It's gonna, so. so it's gonna be the Lions week. It's gonna it's gonna it be week three. To be. It's gonna it's be week be. three. I think it's week four, but yes, it has to be week. Is, four. is it week? Okay, week four. So yeah, so it is week four. They're gonna like to said, they're four. gonna give them they're gonna give them a month to see you know to process and to to get all this stuff. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna call it right now. Mark it down. <laughs> Where are we at? We're at the we're at minute number thirty three, an episode six of the I ninety podcast. Justin Fields will will start against the Lions. Justin Fields will start against the Detroit Lions for the Chicago Bears. That will be his first start. You heard it first on the I-90 podcast. And and not only will he start, he will win that game. Ooh. He will start and the Bears and the Bears will win that game. I like it. I like it and it's bold. And I like it. And I hope it's true and I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so so what's your score prediction for the Bears, for your Bears versus the Rams? What, what do you, What's your score prediction going to be? Well, I'm biased, and I can't help it. 18-13 Bears. It's a, it's a bloody game. It's a bloody game, dude. So, you're, so it's a you're, – yeah, you're talking, you're talking a rock fight then. It's a rock fight. It's a rock see, fight. That's the only way we, we can win. See, I got I – got, I, got, uh, I got no faith in the Rams. I think Stafford's going to be good. You know what I mean? Wow. I like this. But I, talking. I I think I think Stafford's going to I think Stafford's going to have a really good year, but I don't think the Rams are going to have a good year. Wow. Why is that? Why do you think that? Cuz I just don't trust the Rams. I just you they're LA. Them. They're the LA Rams. I just I don't know. They they've ever since we mind fucked them in the Super Bowl, they just <laughs> haven't been the same. They really haven't. That's that is actually very true. Ever since they couldn't score on Belichick, like McFay, just I feel like he he feels like like he's second get he ever since he's he, like neutered that Super Bowl. Ever <laughs> since that Super Bowl, right? He you watch him on the sidelines when it comes to making tough decisions in the last like six or seven minutes of games. He 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 like folds in on himself. You know, it's almost like he second guess. He starts second guessing himself. And it's it's ever since they, think, ever uh, since they did that to him, he that team hasn't been the same. I also think Todd Gurley, um, his rise and fall had a lot to do with their success. Yep. So like when he fell so hard, like Todd Gurley, people like will probably forget. People will probably forget like really fast because of how just like dude, he was one of the top three running backs in the oh, league. People was, were comparing him to Adrian Peterson. Do you remember when he first came into the league? Do you yeah. remember when Gurley first came into the league? He was a stud. 
he was huge. He, he's so big. Literally, he like the second they, they said he developed uh, a, um, some sort of arthritic problem with his kneecaps. Done. It's it, dude. That's all it took. It's over. His whole career is done after that. So after that happened, the Rams suffered, man. It's the chronic knee issues that like you, you hear it more and more with running backs now that get used a ton. They, they run, they hit that wall ever when they, as soon as that they start, as soon as those knee issues start, there's no turning back. It's not not that I don't have any, it's not that I don't like Sean McVay. It's that it's that he hit, it's almost like he hit a mental wall. After that super, after that Super Bowl, like he he like went into like shock and like he second guesses himself now and it, it, like he's a bold coach. Don't get me wrong, he's he's a bold coach and he's not afraid to like take a risk to win a game, you know, to and have and he has confidence in his team, you know, and his in his guys. It's just he's, I, I don't know. There's just something about there's just something about it ever since that that Super Bowl that it's just I, I think that it it really did do something to the like mental internal makeup of that that organization we've never seen mcveigh with stafford and um i don't know what that's gonna look like i i I think it's gonna be very interesting but i don't know how much it changes the makeup of their team or the outcome of their games they've already been a 12 win team how much further will stafford bring them that's that really does remain to be seen i I really don't know uh yeah i am gonna say I'm going to say 17-10 Bears. It's interesting. We're both taking the Bears. I actually thought I'd be on an island with this. I think no, that the I'm Bears are say, hungry, I'm man. Say it's either going to be it's either going to be 20 20 to 10 or tw- 20 no. 20 I'll, I'll take this. 20 yeah, 20 to 10 Bears. I think that defense is is playing inspired, like way more inspired than like than like they in this preseason there were there's a lot of guys talking and they were just sounding like really hyped up, like they were ready to just take over the league this year. We have a lot of good linebackers, so that, I'm excited. Um, my, my one, my one concern before we before we mm-hmm. we we kind of move on. True. My one concern for Chicago and for Justin Fields when if when and if he does start, they need to protect him. They can't give him two and a half, two seconds. They, they, they can't give him two seconds of time. That's not enough time for a rookie. Those offensive linemen have to protect him for two and three quarter seconds, two and three quarter to, to three seconds. He's got to get three seconds to throw to football. Like they, they that offensive that offensive line has got to step up. And if they if they can do that, if they can if they can be average to above average, they don't have to be really good or even good. If they can be average to above average, Fields can work with that. I, I, and that, I'm, that's one reason I'm glad we have Andy Dalton. Because we can use him as a crash dummy. <laughs> so we don't want to break fields in like that. We want to. We want to. We can break it in the red rocket, but we want to protect our our guy Fields. He's got to last a long time. So we got a lot of Super Bowls to win. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's talk about let's talk about some marquee matchups this week. Here we go. Yeah, let's go. Let's do so it. the opening night tomorrow, we're gonna get to see Brady and company. Versus the Dallas Cowboys Thursday night opening night. Um, I, I think Dallas is going to struggle this year. I do. They, they. I think they're going to struggle this year. Um, they're yeah, I mean, 
they have a ton of offensive firepower. And I mean a ton. Ezekiel Elliott, the what's what's Elliott's what's the um what's the other running back there that's with Elliott, the guy that they Pollard. Pollard. Yeah, Pollard. So they have Elliott and Pollard, which are, you know, Elliott's the battering, you know, battering ram run through you kind of guy. And then you got Pollard as like, you know, a shifty change of pace back. And I mean, the wide receiving core for the, for the, um, for the, the, um, Cowboys speaks for itself. I mean, Cooper Gallup and, uh, CD lamb. Come on, come on, man. That's, those those three guys are are some of the they're they're top fifteen guys in the league, you know, top twenty guys talented. in the league. I Gallup Gallup to me is one of the better like he is a sneaky good receiver because you can throw that football anywhere whether it's on his back hip in front of him to, and he's and he'll make you know I, that like I said that that offensive firepower for that team has never been the problem even Dak Dak's a Dak is an above average to good quarterback you know and you can win a Super Bowl with that guy the problem is the 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 problem with them is is they they lose games 34 to 30 because they can't stop anybody that's right yep yes they don't really have an elite pass rush um they have a few good secondary pieces. They have a good linebacker who can stop the run, but no one who can get the quarterback. And this game is all about the NFL is all about getting the quarterback in the NFL. You got to get the quarterback. You got to you got to trick the quarterback. You got to you got to um, you got to do all deceiving and outsmarting the quarterback is like ninety percent of the defense. So if you can't do that. It's a major problem, and that's the problem with the Cowboys. They have a lot of talent, and I, I got—I know my guy uh, Karam Moani in the chat. Uh, he's saying it will owe him a big apology, and I'll owe, owe him a big apology because I—I don't think the Cowboys are going to win, um, and I don't think the Cowboys are going to do much this entire year. I, I'd be surprised if they finished five hundred, to be honest with you. And you can take that to the bank. You can—you can literally take that to the bank if you want to. Um, See, I'm, I'm with you. I—I I think. And it's not going to be because of lack of offensive production. It's going to be because they can't stop anyone. And they don't have a good coach. And, and Mike, and let's coach. be honest, Mike McCarthy's not a good coach. He's not. He, he like, like you want to talk about a quarterback masking really bad coach, like, like mediocre at best coaching. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers won in spite of Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy's been gone for in Green Bay for two years. The Packers have been to two NFC Championship games in those two years, and the play and the and the defense has been improved. the The defense in those two years was like better than every year that McCarthy was there, except for one year. I'm pretty sure, both years. So, so I he's not I can't coach. see. I don't know about you, Jitty, but I can't I can't see Dallas winning this game. I can't. I just I can't. Either. And let's let's not forget, right? Like just to jump into some offseason stuff with the Bucks. The whole team is back. No one left. Out of all their guys that were eligible for free agency, no one left. The Super Bowl champs from last year are the same team. And not only that, not only are they the same team, but they are not only this is what the Bucks are right now. They're confident, 
they are hungry, which is not normal for a championship team. But here's why they're hungry. Because they have the greatest quarterback of all time, and he wants to win as many rings as possible before he goes out. He think, wants to ring. So they are hungry. So Think about this. Look, think of the talent on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And everybody knows the talent, the defense, the offense. And now you add a guy like Brady with his maniacal attitude and his drive to just win everything all the time. You, you don't said, like that's a really, really dangerous combination. Brady's attitude driving these guys. Guys on the Buccaneers took millions in pay cuts to stay on that team because, of, because of one guy, because of Tom Brady. Because they know that they can win a Super Bowl with him easily. They know that they can, if they stick together, they can win Super Bowls, and that will mean more long term for their career than a couple of extra million dollars that they'll get somewhere else. And not only that, but Brady, the thing with them is Brady and them, Brady and a few other teammates, they were talking about, and if anyone else is talking about this, if literally anyone else in the entire, even if it was Peyton Manning was talking about this, I'd yeah. kind of chuckle a little bit. Well, not Peyton Manning. Okay, not Peyton Manning. But if like 95% of the quarterbacks were talking about this, I would laugh. But Brady's talking about he wants to go undefeated. He had that, he had undefeated, he had an undefeated season one possession away. He was this close. Do you know how bad that would hurt him? You know how he, bad that he still in his soul? JD, JD, he still he's he's told he's they interviewed him. He said he would trade. Two Super Bowl rings for an undefeated season. He would trade in two rings to get that undefeated season. He wants it so bad. He wants it so bad, man. And um, and I, it's just I think that it's going to start with Week One. The pace has got to be set Week One. I, I'm sorry, Karam, my, my guy. Which I agree with you. Karam is a hundred percent. Right, that the the cowboy key to winning are take advantage of the time of possession. So yeah, drain the clock, run the crap out of the ball, and force turnovers on defense. I doubt they can force turnovers on defense with Tom Brady. Um, that's that's kind of my problem. And I think that this that this game for the Bucks will be. And you can and if if I'm wrong, Karam, you can smash me next week. I promise you, buddy. You <laughs> you have all the rights in the world to, to to destroy me next week if I'm wrong. And I will do. If you want to make a bet or something, that's cool. <laughs> we'll figure not like money, but you know something fun. Regardless, I think that this week will be a, a setting of the pace for Tampa Bay. They're going to set like, the pace. Like let's say, let's say, let's say Tom goes into this week and uses this as like as uh, this game to like send a message. Like, what if this is like forty-four to seventeen? That's what I'm saying, dude. I don't. He's nuts. He might do that. Uh, this is coming from someone who watched who watched Brady his entire career here. The guy is maniacal when it comes to like his preparation and his drive. And it, it's I, I just I don't think the I don't think the Cowboys have the personnel on defense to match up with him. I think Brady I think Brady's gonna eat that defense alive. He's made it clear he's coming for perfection, dude. This yeah. isn't going to be like a last year where they kind of stumbled. They were trying to, they were trying different things. They were working on things. No, no, they got everything figured out. Everyone's back. They know they can win. 
It might be close, Karam. You might be right. It might be close, but I think Tampa's going to win this game. So, what else, Jay? What do you think? You any? You got any marquee matchups you're going to be interested in? Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, we can go through a couple, and we can even just like run down a couple of them real quick. But let's see, there's a few, man. There's quite a few. Well, I'm gonna go to the one more close ones, the ones that are, are expected to be blowouts. That actually, Tampa Bay and Dallas is projected to be relatively. Although, never mind, they have plus eight. It's not really that close. So let's um, let's bring it up, and we'll we'll talk about some other ones too, because there was a few other really good. There's a few other sure. really good games set up. Here, let me share it for you. There you go. So, um, I would say this one right here, a rematch of the AFC title game, Cleveland versus Kansas City. I think this is generous, uh, if you ask me, um, this plus six. Uh, Cleveland, I think, has a very good chance here. Um, Kansas City still, uh, you know, they they didn't fix all their problems from last year, uh, from the like the injuries and the missing certain linemen and everything. They didn't fix all their problems, so uh, I think Cleveland has a shot here. What do you think? No, no, no doubt. They, the Browns have played the Browns have played the Chiefs. They've even beat them. You know, mm-hmm. the Browns have played the Chiefs historically. You know, the last couple seasons really well. <clears throat> so. I think um, this is generous. Yeah, thirty six. And I and I think, I think that um, yeah, there. So Kansas City is giving six to to Cleveland. I, I think that could easily be a one touchdown game. Very very easily. Me too. Absolutely. Very, I, definitely. Very very very. And it's um, Cleveland. Cleveland has when per matchup wise, like if you're playing fantasy, Cleveland's defense. Can be sneaky good in with with certain matchups. They're 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 an underrated. Like I think a lot of people, it's one of those defenses that flies below the radar. Sure, yeah, and it's and I just it's they they lost Fisher, so not only was he not in the Super Bowl, but now he's not on the team anymore. Yeah. So that continuity isn't there anymore. Uh. It could be uh, they did sign someone who they signed. They signed an older guy. I think it was like Trent Williams or something like that. They signed an older guy. They, they did sign a replacement who's somewhat of the same caliber. Regardless, though, there's not the continuity. I, I this is this is one that I think is generous. So yeah, that's one that's interesting. Um, let's see. I want to can I, can I yeah. let's let's talk about something Please. real quick. This this is a. This is a make or break year for cert for a couple of guys to 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 prove that they actually belong in this league. And not only belong, but they're 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 not like gonna be career backups. Like they're they could still start. There's a few of them. So I wanna I wanna run a few of those by you and then I'll see what I'll see what uh what you think. For the I have two. Two of them are on one team. Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones. These are make or break like if Barkley gets hurt this year, I think it's pretty safe to say he's an injury prone running back and you should stay away from him. Especially fantasy wise. Yeah. And, and as a team, yeah, it, it, he'll never have to sign a big contract if he gets hurt again. Like that's just kind of, he just won't. Like he won't sign a bit. If he gets hurt again for another, nobody extended, will trust him enough to give him big, big money. Not at that position. 
not at the running back position. There's no way. It's impossible. So you're right, 100% right. He has to stay healthy. At the very minimum, stay healthy. He doesn't even have to be that good this year. He could be He could be the guy who's coming back from the injury. That's fine. Only rush for 1,000 yards. But Barkley, Barkley needs to stay healthy for the whole the field. field. Yeah. It's okay if he sits and rests. Like, let's say the Giants are in the playoff hunt and they've secured a spot and they're, you know, they know that they're in and he sits, you know, week 15, six, you know, week 16, 17. Yeah, that's one thing. But he needs to make it through the season or, or else he's going to be labeled as injury prone and he's never going to get a big, a big payday. Exactly. And on this, on the flip side, his fellow offensive partner there, Daniel Jones drafted extremely high, extremely and, and for extremely high for who we, who and what he is. Um, he, they, um, he is, he, this is a put up or shut up year for him. He, he has got to, he has got to perform. I want to see who the, who who is also in that draft. I forgot. It was it was Baker. Was it Josh Allen? Or was that the twenty? I was going to make a point, but there was a lot of good talented. This is the point I'll make. There's a lot of good talented guys in that draft um, that Daniel Jones was drafted in, and he was drafted over a lot of really talented guys. Therefore, extremely talented guys who who have the potential to be really good NFL players. Exactly. And and Dave Gettleman, he's he's you know, he might regardless, he might just double down and give Daniel Daniel Jones a contract, whether he's mediocre or not, just because he doesn't want to be proven wrong. People do that all the time. Yeah. Because they don't, yeah, like you like you you said it exactly, because he doesn't want to have to admit that he screwed up a pick that big. <laughs> That's not true, Water King. I was reading something. But no, I, I I was listening to everything. No, and Jason Garrett is regressed. Jason Garrett is I don't necessarily think he's regressed. I think he he has new guys, different talent, and not only that, but as as Bobby said, Saquon Barkley was hurt, so like he doesn't have as much guys to work with. Jason Garrett was never an elite offensive mind. He's like a middle of the pack offensive mind. Like I don't know you, if he's if he's available, you have him. But regardless, uh, yes, Daniel Jones. You were talking about if he. This is make or break year for Daniel Jones. Absolutely. This is this is it, man. If if he doesn't at least like throw for 4000 yards and like have a good statistical season, he doesn't have to win necessarily this year, but if he doesn't have a good statistical season, if I'm the Giants, if I'm Giants fans, I want them to start looking at other options um, because I'm not going to pay that dude even middle of the market money um I mean, I guess maybe I'd give him a Tannehill contract, but is he really going to take the Tannehill contract? I, that's my question. So my next one that I wanted, that I was going to throw out there, Teddy Bridgewater. Well, I don't know if it's make or break for him. I don't think he'll ever get a super big contract regardless. You know what I mean? I think that, <laughs> yeah, sure. Jay. Yeah, whatever you say, Water King. Water King's funny. Uh, <laughs> um, the uh, with Teddy Bridgewater, he's always going to be a fill-in. You know who Teddy? You know who Teddy Bridgewater is? You know who Teddy Bridgewater is? I know who exactly who Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater is because Teddy Bridgewater he played for the Bears. Only he looked different back then, and he uh, he wasn't quite as athletic. Uh, and his name is Kyle Orton. That's Teddy Bridgewater's name. Uh, secretly, he, he's a different generation. 
he's just Kyle Orton. That's Teddy Bridgewater. He, he literally is just the next generation Kyle Orton. He's going to bounce around the league. Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's Ryan Fitzpatrick. There you go. That's Teddy Bridgewater. He's not going to be, uh, he's never going to be the guy for any franchise ever again. And if he is, then that franchise is naive, in my opinion. Uh, he's always going to be a stand in. He's good enough to be a starter, um, but not good enough to be a star, not good enough to get $30 million. <laughs> so I would I got another, give him 10 hell money. Sorry. I got another one for you. Make or break for Jared Goff. Huge. I mean, I mean, I think they're going to pay him regardless. I think the Lions are that they're the, they're that bottom of the barrel, man. <laughs> they don't have <laughs> unless they, unless they draft a guy like unless they're so terrible that they're the worst team in the league and they get a guy number one next year, then they're just going to pay. If they're even in the middle of the pack, if they're even if they even get seven wins, they're paying Jared Goff some money, guaranteed. Like I because they're just desperate. Like, D Detroit sucks. No offense to you, Detroit fans. I'm sorry. Your team is terrible. They're just awful people. They're just they're run by idiots. I'm sorry to say. They're dumb. But, no, you hit it right. It's 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 an organizational thing. It's not the fan base. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's no, it's not. No, not at all. It's an It's an organizational thing. Like, they just, from the owner down to the coach, like, they're just, they're, they're just poorly run. <laughs> they they caused the greatest running back to ever step foot on a football field or one of the greatest in Barry Sanders to just be like no okay I'm good and just quit two of them <laughs> they one of the greatest running backs to ever step foot on a football field Barry Sanders said this organization blows so much that I'm just gonna quit to get out of this I mean yeah that's, not only that's did they do it once is. Not only did they do it once, but they did it twice because Megatron did the same thing. This is Detroit. He's like, <laughs> F this franchise. I'm out of here. In less than a decade, both of these teams. So, like, every other superstar that ever goes to any, like, team, they either stay with that team or they go to other teams. because, And they usually, like um, – so, so, basically, like, the Lions rode the crap out of Barry Sanders – to the point where he was like, dude, I don't even want to play football anymore. <laughs> and they did this in the Calvin Johnson. They rode the crap out of him to the point where he didn't want to play football anymore. Matt Stafford, is, he got to escape because he was traded for. But I feel like Matt Stafford was a couple years away from being like, dude, F this. <laughs> F this. I'm done. Seriously. <laughs> it's an organization. Until the Fords don't run that organization. That they're they're until somebody without the name Ford runs that organization, they're gonna be the same old lions. Right. And, and they, they just yeah, they need a they need a complete different they need a different culture. They need a different culture. Let's be honest, Jared Goff is not the answer for them. I don't think so. I won't say he's not, though. I won't say he's not because he's still pretty young. He's been to a Super Bowl. Do I think he was the main reason they went to the Super Bowl? No, but he went there. So I won't say he's not the answer for them, but they have way too many problems for them to even say he's the problem. That's for sure. He's not the problem either. He may not be the answer, but he's not the problem. Hold on a second. Somebody at your door. What the hell? What? Spider? Yeah. 
Oh, damn. They're all trying to get inside, dude. The weather's changing. It starts in the northeast, too, I'm pretty sure, right? Weather's changing and shit, yeah. Now that we didn't took care of that, back <laughs> to our normally scheduled program. <laughs> can't handle. JD going against him. I had to. I had to handle that. I. I. I think that. I think that he's not. So for I think, those of yeah. you who are watching on the playback, we just had. I just had to turn around and swat me a spider that was drifting down in my general vicinity <laughs> that I saw in the rear view of the camera. So that's why you should watch the live show, so you don't miss that that type of shenanigans. The extra shenanigans for sure. But um, next, is there any other matchups? Let me see here. I'm gonna look up some other matchups here. I know there's a couple. You know which one I'm curious to see? What's How, that? Because I, I the so Ooh. I wanna I'm gonna be I'm gonna be TiVoing one because I'm not gonna be able to watch it because it's it's being played the same time my my pats are, are my pats are playing. The Green Bay New Orleans game. Ooh, because yeah. I want to see I want to see that kind of new look New Orleans with you know, with that tandem court, with the tandem quarterbacks, can they actually make that work or are they going to be absolutely miserable and win eight games this year? Well, I think that I think wins because I don't know if quarter. that's going to work, JD. I don't know if that two, that two quarterback system is going to work this year. I think they're going to use Winston. Winston is the starter. I think that's, I think they're going to, um, yeah, I think, I think Winston's going to be, I would, I don't know. I really don't know. I don't think it's gonna like. I don't think it ever really works. I think it's gimmicky. I think you have to have something. If if it does work, it's only because, like Antoine if Randall. Saints, if you're the Saints, would you tank the year to pick high? No, there's no there's nobody on the. I mean, there's no one specific that I would that I would do that for. Like you know, what I mean, they tank for, for people tank for Lawrence, but like. There's no Lawrence isn't there anymore, so I wouldn't do that. Um, and even if he was, I just I don't know. I, I think I think that uh, I think that the Saints have a lot. I think they have too much to offer. Um, they have Michael Thomas. They have uh, what's his name, Alvin Kamara. They have Kamara, and yeah, and Winston's the starting quarterback. I think that he's gonna. He'll reel Winston in, you know what I mean? Like kind of do the best he can to keep him throwing non-dangerous balls, basically. I don't know. I think it'll be a lot of money. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. Yeah, Jameis, do not throw into double coverage and try and squeeze a football in there that you know is, you know, yeah, yeah, none of that. If he throws a lot of interceptions, I see them switching to Taysom Hill. I don't see why not because Taysom Hill has a bigger contract. As a backup contract, but still contract. So they they could be one of the teams this year. The Saints, where I'm talking about, they could yeah. be one of the teams that sneak that have a sneaky bad year because of the lack of QB play and and their defense isn't exact. Like it was, I think, middle of the pack last year. So like, the, you know, with with bad with with a bad offense, you put more pressure on your D. And I, I don't know. I, I just I think they they have a chance at having a sneaky bad year. It's it's very possible, and I think that when you don't have that voice of of um Drew Brees, Drew Brees in the room, not that you don't have some leadership. I mean, Sean Payton, I'm sure is good, but that voice as a player on the field, it's just 
it's very, I don't know, it gives you a certain sense of confidence. Winston, I don't know how much confidence he inspires in others. I mean, I, I really don't know. We'll see. I'm yeah. sure that I'm sure some teammates like playing with him. I'm sure he, you know he's popular with some people, but we'll see. That's 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 all I can say with that. I, I I got the Packers winning that game. Sadly, I hope that I shoot. I hope Winston goes nuts on him, man. Kill them Packers. I don't care. <laughs> Just kill them, bro. Yeah, you need them. You need them to lose as many games as possible. Please. Just destroy them. Uh, another one that I th- I think is very interesting, actually, and um, it's fascinating on the line for me. Uh, Arizona at Tennessee. Arizona at Tennessee is twenty eight or so seventy two percent of people are picking Tennessee to win this game, but Vegas is only giving them giving uh, Tennessee a minus seven. So th- talk about that see, for uh, a second. See this, you're talking Tennessee at Arizona, right? Yeah, that's only that's a so Tennessee is only giving Arizona three points. Or that's yeah, that's what I meant. So it's only it's only a three point spread. Yeah. So th- that's pretty interesting. So that's I basically think. that's basically a pick 'em. That's a pick 'em game. Yeah. The money's just going in because everybody. It's let's be honest. They, they, it's it's they're they're thinking that you know Henry's going to run all you know they're going to use Derrick Henry and just run all over the Cardinals, but that that's going to be that could be a sneaky that could be a good game that that's yeah i think so i think it'll be a really good game i think that Tannehill will is can duel kyler murray i think that's possible i don't see why not i i don't see why that wouldn't be a, a good game and i don't see why the only thing is yeah like t- they have a better running game who's going to control the clock more the titans the Titans, so, yeah, they're, they're going to win time of possession for sure. Right, and and then that's that's where it'll come. So it'll come down to can Kyler Murray make the plays. That's why it'll be a really good game. I think mm-hmm. Vegas is right, and I think that the the voting, the fans are totally wrong. I don't. I think it's going to be very close. Um, but anyway, I think that's a very interesting. That, see, game. That's how you could spot fishy games right there, right? Because that's that's how Vegas, Vegas knows. Vegas, Vegas knows, knows that that game's going to be a lot closer than people think. Washington and the Chargers. Uh, Redskins and Chargers, or whatever they want to call themselves these days, uh, the Washington versus LA. Um, that one's very interesting too because no, the chart Justin Herbert and the chart Justin Herbert and the Chargers. Are they going to absolutely demolish that team? Wa- Washington, yeah. Washington has a really good, and I mean really borderline elite front four. Yeah. Well, and, 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 but but yeah. everything else surrounding them on defense is. is I got the Chargers too. You know what I mean? Th- their front four is borderline like elite. It's it's really really good. The front four of Washington's is very good. But the yeah, only, the only problem the only problem is is they the offense can't help that defense because who's who's leading it? That's the only that's the that's the problem. There is 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 um. Sorry that's that. that's the that's the problem there though, JD, is that nobody's leading that offense for Washington. You know what I mean? Yes. So the, the defense does their part in a lot of games. You know what I mean? The, 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 the defense for the yeah. for the the defense for the for Washington has has kept them in a you know kept them in a lot of games last year, but they got no help on offense because nobody's the the general, the quarterback, the leader of the offense, the guy who who you know who is the general on the field, they it's the most important position on the field and they don't have a clue there. Uh, you couldn't have said it better. And to add to that point, 
the reason why I have the Chargers and uh, the reason why the Chargers, I feel like it's a hundred like it's going to be the Chargers to win this game, in my opinion, is because Justin Herbert. Yes, they have a good. That's like the best thing that Washington has going for them. And guess who's the best quarterback, like the best young quarterback ever, against the the blitz? It's Justin Herbert. So Ron Rivera, do your worst. Oh my god, that cat is it was just a big furball, dude. He is chin chilling. He looks like he really does. He looks like a version. If like you were a cat, Bobby, <laughs> <laughs> that's what you would look like. <laughs> So I think my cat is starting to look like me too. It's one of those things. You had enough there, big guy, huh? Yeah, you had a you had a tough day, huh? She's sleeping over there by the window, right there. So, do we have any other marquee matchups you want to talk about, or should we jump into the NFL 100? We could do that. We could jump into the NFL 100. There's not that many other games that, yeah. Before wait, before we get in there, before we get to that though, there's mm-hmm. a couple of things I wanna I wanna hit on. Real like we could just do it rapid fire kind of deal. Sure. Um. So, an interesting article came out. Um. This will take a. We're gonna hit two topics, guys, and then we're gonna head to the NFL 100. So. In a couple, a couple of articles and a couple of little, once again, more snippets coming out of Patriots camp about Mac Jones, his girlfriend and him apparently oh, yeah. go over the playbook um, outside of practice. So maybe, uh, maybe if if uh, if um, Mac Jones's girlfriend can throw, he can be, she can be the backup too. So, <laughs> I mean. If she can throw, it probably couldn't be worse than Newton than Newton throwing the football. Hey, you too never soon? know. Was that too soon? Too soon. Sorry, too soon. my bad. <laughs> no, uh, that's it's pretty cool. I mean, it's 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 pretty cool. She's dedicated uh, to his craft. Um, obviously, he is too, and she's or she's dedicated to him enough to obviously let him be dedicated to, to his him. craft. Yeah, to help yeah. him. That's rare, man. Ring that ringer, man. Give her a ring <laughs> at that point, because there's not a lot. Of, there's not a lot of significant others in general that are, you know, that supportive of people of of their sitting together. They're just not. So um, when you when you find it, <laughs> Max' girlfriend's smarter than him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's possible. She's helping him out. She's saying, "Hey, like I got this for you." And now, uh, you sent cool. me the other the other article. Which one? Um, I forgot. The you sent me the other article. Do you want to about the the Ben Roethlisberger one? Oh yeah. So Ben Roethlisberger. Um, basically, I can. I'm just paraphrasing, but I can. I can. Yeah, we'll just rapid fire. I'm basically paraphrasing. So he is feeling a type of way. Ben Roethlisberger. He's always feeling a type of way, but he is feeling a type of way because he took a pay cut, and I guess he's claiming that one of the conditions or supposedly they had spoken about maybe loosely that um he would take a pay cut and then they would pay tj watt with that money like the patriots and the and the bucks did so, for so Brady and stuff so let's let's so roethlisberger takes the pay cut and he spoke with upper management about sending this money to tj watt yeah to tj watt to, to keep him in pittsburgh correct correct like he he recognized like hey i need this guy let's give him some money like a good leader should do for sure 
and uh, that deal isn't done yet. And he is not happy about that. He's like, well, why isn't this deal done yet? What do you, you know, why are you not paying him what he wants? So I, I don't blame him at all. The season's about to start. So you got to get that guy in the in the camp. Yeah, no, they're certainly waiting long enough to do it. <laughs> it's and and like you said, if there was back, if there was like, you know, talks about okay, I'll take, you know, I'll take this pit. You know, I could I could understand that if 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 somebody said I'll take a pay cut, but I want it to go, you know, under under, you know, a few conditions. And one of them is you send it here, you send, you know, some of it here to make sure that we we have, you know, we keep the good defense intact. And their their you know upper management upper management is kind of balking at the fact you know at that fact of doing it. That's that would that would kind of that would kind of cheese me off. That would piss me off too. It would it wouldn't it would aggravate me too. I think he has a well, point. I don't blame him. No, yeah, I think Big Ben has a point here, definitely. Because um, he's trying to do the right thing. Trying to win. He's trying yeah. to win. And he tried to do the right thing. You know, you you took millions of dollars away from me. You better be giving it to somebody else. So. I, I totally understand where Big Ben's coming from here, um, and, and it was uh, for yeah. a good like it was a good like he was like yeah I'll take a pay cut but you have to you know I want to I want to keep the team as as you know I want to keep those team as solid as I can. I definitely wouldn't uh, I wouldn't be too happy about it. Let me get the full quote so we can actually quote. Um, let's see here. So it says, um, <clears throat> I think TJ should get what that whatever the heck he wants. He's arguably the best football player in the entire game right now, not on defense, just in general. I've been going through a few negotiations here with contracts. One of the reasons I took less money was for guys like him to get paid, and he needs to get paid. He deserves every penny he wants and asks for. TJ Watt is that guy, and he should get whatever he wants. Or he's that guy that should get whatever he wants. Excuse me. So what's interesting too is is he said guys. So he's not the only one. Yeah. So apparently there's more than one that he's not happy about them not getting their deal. Pittsburgh's becoming relatively dysfunctional over the last five years, whereas before they weren't. It was it was upper management. It's all upper management. And it's interesting. It definitely when is, when yeah. Big Ben leaves too, they're going to be in trouble. I think they are too. I think they are too. that's a massive talent void, and Duck Hodges and Mason Rudolph are not going to be able to fill that. that well, I guess void. it's Dwayne Haskins now. Is their backup? But I, even it, him, I, I agree. Well, even him, it's it's. I mean, the drop from big, the drop skill and talent wise from Big Ben to Haskins is is like falling off of Everest. It, it is, and I think that even even if Big Ben has deteriorated, which he has. I think that ultimately the the brain, you know, the, like the football IQ, the reads, everything that goes along with being him, it's kind of like Peyton Manning and Brock Osweiler. You notice how Brock Osweiler isn't even in the league anymore? And everyone's like, yeah, Brock Osweiler is even better than Peyton Manning. I remember when people were saying stupid crap like that. And just because Peyton Manning kind of his, his arm was messed up, but having Peyton Manning in your ear is just as valuable as having him on the field. Just yeah. saying, oh, yeah, yeah, no doubt. So, so no doubt, you still get his, you still get to pick his brain, you know. It's just, yeah. So let's let's jump into um, let's jump into this NFL 100. So did you get a chance to did you get a chance to look it over? Yeah, I've seen I've seen like almost every single one of them. I what, think I'm I still need like what did you what did you think? Yeah. First, first of all, what are your initial initial thoughts? What do you think? 
Well, the top they got right, I think. And some people are saying, oh, how can you know? I think I think you you don't like the Patrick Mahomes stuff. Tell me why you don't like Patrick Mahomes. Well, I mean, he don't get me wrong, that he is a really I think they're prematurely prematurely crowning him like the new king <laughs> of every you know what I mean? Like it just seems like they're just they're 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 looking for the next like baby face of the NFL. And it's just like, oh, this guy, you know, this guy, this, you know, th this guy put up a good fight against Tom Brady. Maybe we should do it with him. Or he, he's made some really good, like, don't get me wrong. He's a really good quarterback, really good. And he can play, but Brady and like guys that have like guys that have Super Bowl rings and are proven winners and proven, you know, professionals. That kind of means more to me than like an almost and almost did it. Well, I mean, he did. Uh, by the way, Bill, yes, we will talk about that definitely. But um, this is what I'll say about about the top one hundred, <laughs> and, and it is voted by players. So so keep that in mind for sure. Uh, you could definitely, if you wanted to argue, if you want to sit here and argue with me that Aaron Donald is higher than Patrick Mahomes. Okay, you could argue that. He's a defensive player, so you could definitely make that that he has a bigger impact. You could argue that Tom Brady should be number one. I, I would listen to that argument too. But none of the other guys on this on this list even have a remote argument in my opinion, uh, which that's uh, – we got this is the top ten I'm going through. That's Derrick oh. Henry, Travis Kelsey. Oh, what was that? Sorry. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, read it. Yeah, rattle. Go, go with. Yeah, rattle off the top 10. So yeah. I'll do 10 down. So it's Josh Allen is 10. TJ Watt is nine. DeAndre Hopkins is eight. Tom Brady is seven. Uh, Devontae Adams is six. Travis Kelsey is five. Derrick Henry is four. Aaron Rodgers is three. Uh, Aaron Donald is two. And Patrick Mahomes is number one. I might move Brady down a few. But oh, wow. for the most part, most of those guys in the top, I might move. Oh, the you mean order. down? Like I might top. more. I might move the order around. But for the, for the most part, the top ten, pretty pretty accurate to me. I agree. And let me tell you, let me let me uh, let me be the let me be the other side. Let me uh, be the Skip Bayless to your Stephen A. Smith here, guys. All right, <laughs> all right. Like let me let me argue with this. Let me tell you why Patrick Mahomes is definitely without question the number one quarterback or the number one. Um, Guy. And I get I get the arguments for Tom Brady. I totally understand that. He's amazing. Tom Brady also had like four interceptions in the Super Bowl. Not in the Super Bowl, in the playoffs. And, and Patrick Mahomes had a few interceptions. But if you watch the tape, those interceptions were pretty like much not his fault whatsoever. People dropped the ball, it flipped around, somebody caught it. Not really his fault. Um, yeah, it's it, not it, much he can do when they bounce off receivers' hands and, and into a defensive backs. Exactly. And he didn't have Eric Fisher. He played amazing, dude. He was probably the best, if not one of the best players on the field while he was running for his life. There was a, a clip in the top 100 about it was Shaq Barrett chasing Patrick Mahomes. And you can just hear him laughing. He's like, this guy is running for his life the whole game. Patrick Mahomes, hike. Oh, my God. Ah, ah. And he'd still throw the ball right in his receiver's hands. I mean, if that's not the best player in the league, where you're getting chased down every play, you have no protection. Your guys are getting, and you still make these dime passes. He's, I mean, he, he was, was doing, amazing. I'll give him credit where credit is due. He was doing everything humanly possible in his power to keep that team in the game. And they, they, 
one, he didn't. It didn't seem like he got a lot of help around him. Not in that game. Two, two, he was playing hurt for probably for probably three quarters of that game. He was hurt too. And yes. three, the the Buccaneers defense was just stupid good. Just stupid, stupid good. It, the secondary was was the pass rush that made him run the whole time, but the secondary was I mean they even covered Hill half the time. It was yeah. just it was ridiculous. So it, phenomenal defense by the Buccaneers. And I think that Mahomes knew by the second quarter that this was not going to be a good night for him. Um but he never stopped. Quit. His poise he never quit. No, I, never I give changed. All, so. all the credit in the world for for not for not quitting. And just watching like the final eight minutes of that game and just seeing him like like basically walk around on one leg. Cause he was he was that 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 he was hurt, man. He was there was everybody everybody knew it in that stadium too. That he was he was not a hundred percent. But I give him I give right. him credit. He wasn't he and I would say that objectively speaking, like Brady is the greatest football player in my life. Obviously he's accomplished the most. He's done the most. Patrick Mahomes is the most talented football player I've ever seen. Raw talent. I've never seen a guy who's that tall, that thick, has that good of legs and can throw the ball 70 yards that effortlessly. I've never seen it. It's never, I've never seen it like that. Even Rogers, he has to kind of wind up. Mahomes just kind of lets it roll off his arm, dude. That thing just soars, and it is fast. So it's incredible. Um, we had a topic. Did you have anything else you wanted to get into? We no, so we did, the, we did the – you did the top ten, right? Oh, yeah, we, we rambled off the top ten, absolutely. So we did the top ten. Now let's do the – let's do the bottom, the bottom ten. So 90 to 100. Okay. That one here, let me pull that up. Why don't they have it up with everything? One second. I will get that for you. Because I see one in the top. I, I see one in the, in, in, the, in the bottom in the bottom one. You want me to? I got it pulled yeah. up. You want me to pull them off? Yeah, please. All right. So number 90 is Jesse Bates, the, the safety from the Bengals. <sighs> number long. 91 is Corey Davis, wide receiver for the Jets. Number 92 is Jason Kelsey, the center for the Eagles. Yeah, he's a beast. Number 93, TJ Hawkinson, tight end for the for the Lions. And the Hawkeyes. And the yeah, and and Iowa, right? Came from Iowa, yeah, right? Correct. My guys, my Hawkeyes, yeah. <laughs> Number yeah, 94, Jarvis Landry, wide receiver oh, he's for a the beast. Browns. Number ninety-five, Tredavious White, cornerback for the Bills. I th- that's that's one that I'm a little shocked. He's that far down. He's he's a good cornerback. I think he should have been somewhere maybe in the sixties, seventies. Dangerous. 60s. Yeah, he's a very good corner. That's that one kind of surprised me. Number ninety-six is Cole Beasley, wide receiver for the Bills. It's also number beast. ninety-seven, Kyle Uzcheck, fullback for the Niners, and he surprised <laughs> me being that high too, because he is a huge part of that 49er offense. Um, whether it's blocking or yep. or or he even running everything. or catching footballs, he's a massive Juice. part of that offense. And for him to be that like low on the lit, like low on the list, I thought he'd be in the seventy, probably you know either low eighties or high seventies. 
So that was kind of a surprise well, there. Yeah, him. Well, but a lot of what he does, a lot of his, his success is attached to Greg Kittle or Greg Kittle, George, George uh, Kittle. Yeah, yeah, George Kittle. Yeah, a lot of his success is attached to Kittle. Yeah, and uh, and then you know it doesn't always show up on the stat sheet. Like so, and and that's you know the middle of the field. The the 49ers, nobody does it better than the 49ers. The middle of the field. So that, yeah, that running no, no, counter no, tight end. No yeah. doubt. No doubt. So 98 is Brandon uh, Sharif. Yep, another Iowa Hawkeye. The guard uh, guard from the Washington from Washington. 99 is um, Brandon Graham, defensive end for the Eagles. Yeah. And 100 is James Robinson, running back for the Jaguars. Yeah. Now we got a couple of we got some bears mixed in there. Allen Robinson number 87 what do you think about that i mean i hope he's still a bear after this year we'll see i mean we got we had to franchise him and uh i I don't know i i think that we're waiting to see how justin fields if justin fields is a really good quarterback then we're gonna assign him long term and if he's not or if he doesn't mesh with justin fields then we're probably not gonna assign him so i mean i he's a he's an incredible player like incredible player He's the best receiver that we've had since Alshon Jeffrey, arguably the best since Brandon Marshall. Stephon Gilmore, corner, corner. So here we go, guys. Here's so here's something for Patriot Nation. Stephon Gilmore comes in this list, number forty-seven. What do you think, JD? Higher or lower for Gilmore? Forty-seven, or is he, or is he right Gilmore? where he should be? Forty-seven. That sounds about right. Uh, Leedy Leedy says the NFL top one hundred can never get it right. That's actually the players voting on it though, so it's really not about getting it right. It's just what the players think. Forty-seven. Eh. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it. I, I see. I I forgot that the play that it was voted on by the by the players. Yeah, it's not the journalists. If it was the journalists, I'd I'd probably mock. I think it, this but, list would be way different. Way yeah, different. I would. I, I agree with you. Uh, yeah, the players. You said forty-seven for Gilmore. That's. Yep. I mean, that's. Now that's here's an interesting little, little fact, bit, yeah. right? Forty-seven for Stephon Gilmore, forty-nine for J.C. Jackson. So J.C. Jackson, right, right on him. Wow. I mean, that doesn't surprise me. You got like a, <laughs> I always said, Bill Belichick, man. He, he knows his cornerbacks. He understands. <laughs> he knows, man. That secondary, he gets it. I'm just scrolling down. Yeah. <laughs> what are kicks cracking me up this, this episode? So, JD, what do you uh what do you expect in this year from from the season, from the football season? We get an extra game. Do you think that's gonna uh how do you think that's gonna affect things? We get an extra game this year. I think it becomes more even more of a war of attrition. Um, who can stay healthy? Best training training staff becomes you know who's the best training staff that becomes even more important uh, because we have just another game for guys to get injured down the stretch. I also think that one good thing that it does is uh, the last few games of the season always seem relatively boring, but adding an odd number of games it could not not saying it will. But it's possible that for certain divisions, it could make yeah the wild card. That's actually Cavs fans exactly what I was going to say. The wild card race in the playoff hunt becomes that much more crazy with that extra game. Uh, you have you're going to have people trying a little bit harder 
towards the end of the season than we've seen in probably previous years. No, I, I, I 100% agree with that. It's going to, it's, it's really I, like you, you pretty much said exactly what I was going to say is that it, it, when it comes to the playoff pitcher and the wild card in these teams, but these bubble teams that are fighting for that last spot, it's going to make it very, very interesting. Come about week 13, 14. Yes. Uh, it no longer will be, Oh, we're out of it anymore. Or, Oh, we're definitely going to make the playoffs. No, no, no. You got to keep trying until probably week 15. <laughs> if, if you're, if you're in the playoff hunt, you got to make sure to establish your playoff position. Now, I got, I got a, I got a few questions for you. Sure. So, can the can the Buccaneers repeat? Can they do it? Can they go back to back? Yes, they you can. They will. Do I think they will? It's so hard. It's so hard. But they, I give them a good chance i think it's i think they have as good of a chance as the chiefs to go back i think they have as good of a chance as the the ravens i think the ravens the bucks packers even they all have a really good chance um and i think that if it comes if it, if it comes down to tom brady i think they'll they'll make it again I think they'll make it because that's what happened last time. And yes, Brady played like crap in the Packers games. I I, I get it. He played like crap in the Packers game. That won't but happen. But they again. won. But that they won't won again though. And and then we yeah, once that happened, they dominated the Super Bowl. So it's like I just think that it's so important. Like this year, he's going to be balls to the walls. I think that they're going to be trying. I think they're going to go for perfection. That could backfire. That that could definitely backfire for them. Um, we see we as me as a Patriot fan growing up, right, and just watching them, you know, the success. I would say I'd rather see I would rather see my team win 14, 13, 14 games, thirteen or fourteen games in the regular season, not be perfect, not have that stress of the perfect season on you roll into the playoffs, roll through the playoffs, and win a Super Bowl. That's all great, but I, but Brady has done that seven times, and I think he wants perfection. I think that's all he is chasing anymore. Yeah. Uh, because that's his that's his holy grail. It is, and, and he's already gotten everything else. He even got he even stuck it to Bill. He even stuck it to Belichick. And you and a lot of a lot of Patriots fans don't want to say it like that. Um, I know Bill Burr. I was listening to him talk about it. I don't know if you listen to Bill Burr ever, but he's a funny Patriots he, fan. He's he's talked a lot about the the Buccaneers at least going back, maybe not winning, but definitely going back. Yeah, I, I think that they, I think they could. They have everyone back. They're they're that much. They have that much more chemistry. And and you you Brady is not a guy who gets that Super Bowl fatigue. He doesn't get. <clears throat> that hangover he doesn't he doesn't get super bowl hangovers it's not tom brady so all right so before we get out of here jd about or before we before we let the chat before we let the chat loose and and uh answer some of their questions final record prediction for your bears and their land like 
I'm how are the firm. how are your Chicago Bears going to fare this year? Ten and seven. I'm firm at ten and seven. If uh, anywhere from ten to twelve wins, I think we get at least ten. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. It's going to be interesting. Ten and That's seven. <laughs> Water King. Yeah, ten and seven is what I. I think we're going to struggle middle of the field, uh, but. This uh, yeah, I I I think we're gonna I think we're gonna struggle in the middle in the or in the middle of the season. Sorry, not in the middle of the field. I think we're gonna struggle in the middle of the season. Um, but I think we'll make the playoffs, the wild card, or at least be in the hunt. It's very possible. And if we miss the playoffs, it'll be by like we we won't lose or we won't we'll win at least eight games, eight to eight to twelve. We're gonna be in somewhere in that range. Um, now we will, Bill. So let's let's I, I'm I'm gonna say ten and seven, ten wins for the pay. I'm gonna say ten and seven for the Patriots too. That is what I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go ten and seven, and I'm gonna go with they make the play, they make the wild card. So we're both wild card teams. Yep. That's all right. I'm all right with that. I can take it. We're in the hunt. So the Giants wanna want it. Let's turn it over to the chat. And let's see what they gotta say and answer some of their questions. And we Bill's got, got a question. Bill said can we talk about the Le'Veon Bell, um, the Le'Veon Bell signing with the Ravens because of their current running back situation? So, the Ravens lost, I think, both of their running backs to season. I think what both of their running backs to season-ending injuries. I know at least oh, one of them. That's awful. It's 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 a tragedy. I mean, it really is. Uh, you, you can't. So, yeah. So, is there anything left in the tank for Bell? Do you think he'll make a difference there, or? Or no, he's better than he's better than. Well, here's the thing with that, with with uh, with Le'Veon. I don't know how much in shape he is. I know for a fact that what he does in his off time is smoke a lot of weed and write rap music, which is fine. I'm not like you know, that's not like anything. Yeah, your like, personal not, time you do it. Yeah, your personal yeah, I, time you do whatever you want. Yeah, I, you do whatever you want. It's fine but I don't know how much time he spent in the gym. And I don't know if this is a payday. If this is a quick buck he's getting a couple million dollars, then leave whatever get cut. Who cares? I don't know if that's what this is, or if he genuinely is trying to make a comeback in the league. If he's genuinely trying to make a comeback in the league, I give him as, as good of a chance as any to make an impact. He could definitely make an impact. We've seen it hundreds of times players, especially in the skill positions, they get kicked out of the league because they're not that good. And they come back find a new fit and they they're productive. So it's definitely possible. Um, it could, it could be a joke, Bill. You're, you, you're, I'm 50, 50 on it. Um, but like, yeah, he, he's a, he's a name. He's a name too. Uh, that's the Ravens are probably thinking we need a guy with experience, with some talent who will appease our fan base. Some of the fan base are going to be like, well, I'm glad they didn't just sign some random rookie. Also, I think they got, uh, yeah, they lost justice Hill too. Damn. And so, they're screwed. So someone says, uh, somebody said, what is our, Greg said, what's our prediction for the Pittsburgh Steelers and their their season? I'm going to say, that's true, Buttercup. I'm going to say that? nine or 10 wins for probably nine or 10 wins for Pittsburgh. I'll say nine, nine and eight or 10 and seven, some, somewhere in there. I want to be clear. I want to be clear really quick. Um, 
with that whole thing. I was not criticizing what his hobbies are at all. I'm just saying I don't know how dedicated to football he is. That's all I was no, saying. No, I know, I know what you were saying. Yeah. I know what you're saying. You're saying That's that all you, I'm saying. It, yeah, it's a football shape thing. You gotta That's if it. you want to play football, yeah. you gotta stay in football shape. I'm not in football shape <laughs> at all. So, so I get it. So that's, uh, I, yeah, I'm going to say, I'm going to say nine, 10 wins with a ceiling for Pittsburgh, but I, I say nine and nine and eight. My favorite food is fat people food. That's my favorite food. <laughs> <laughs> edible stuff. Yeah. Edible stuff. Lots of edibles. Uh, Steelers prediction. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of with him. Yeah. seven. I don't think the Steelers are going to be very good. Nine, nine, nine and eight. 10 and 7 at 10 and 7 Everything at a does. ceiling at a ceiling right he said no one was attacking you you <laughs> quickly back yourself no no i just wanted to be clear water king that's all i just want to be yeah, clear yeah, we're Some good. People like, oh you're trashing him for smoking weed <laughs> trust me i'm not doing that nothing wrong with <laughs> no, that you were just you were just <laughs> saying that if he's going to play he's got to be in football be in shape. Shape. He, can't just, he can't just show up and play you got to you got to be hit too being hit is part of football shape too like being yeah. able to take a, a beating so uh, who has the best running back duel or duo? I think you mean who duo, has the best probably. running back duo in the in the in the league? Whew. A lot of good ones. It's hard to say these days, man. Running backs like come and go like flies. It's like you never even know. Like, oh, I thought he was good. Never mind because he's out of league. It's like it's wild. I um, think I think the Patriots duo is going to be good. I don't know how. I think they're going to be solid. I don't know if they're going to be like elite, but I think they're Patriots and Niners. That's true. Yeah, the Niners probably the Niners probably got a um are up there too. They got a good they have a good duo there. Yeah, the the committees. I feel like the committees are the best. Yeah, the Patriots and the yeah. But it's um where season and everyone's Yeah, yeah I'll, 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 I'll say the for Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh's an interesting one though, because if Big Ben can make it through the season, then 10 wins is definitely there. He looks good. Big Ben looks good. He looks healthy. It looks like he did when he was like 35. So I don't I don't think he's gonna have a bad year. When he's out of shape, he, he doesn't play that well. No, here so I'm gonna say this: the teams that are gonna be really bad this year. This is this is this is just like I think these are gonna be like in the bottom, bottom six or eight teams, and in no particular order. I think the I think the Cowboys are gonna be bad. I think they're gonna be really bad. I think I think they're gonna be under under or right at 500. I uh, I think they're uh, I think the Jags are still gonna suck. I think Trent Lawrence might have a, a a decent year, but I think Jacksonville's still rebuilding down there. I think they're going to be bad. I think the Jets are still going to be bad. They're they got a quarterback, but what you know, not too much else. Right. Um. I think Cincinnati's still going to be really bad, and I think the uh, the um, Saints could be really bad. But those are my teams that I think are going to sit in like the top eight. What do you think, JD? I'm kind of with you. I think the uh, I, I think they're pretty much the same about the um, the Cowboys. Uh, the Cowboys, they're every year we hear that they're going to go to the Super Bowl. They have some good offensive talent. Defensive talent is pretty average. Um, 
Yeah, I, I, I'm with you, though. I, I think that it's going to be a lot of the same from last year. I'm trying yeah. to pull up the matchups, and uh, I think that a lot of – it's going to be a lot of the same from last year, and I just think that the Saints – yeah, I think the, the Saints will take a big step back. I agree with you. I think they're going to take a big step back. and Not even, not even anything against Jameis necessarily, but I just don't think he's the – I don't think he he's what they need right now. I think they they had something going with Breeze, and I don't think it'll work out. I think the NFC East is going to be um, pretty terrible. I actually have Washington winning the NFC East, believe it or not. Um, I think, dude. I think the Eagles are going to be bad this year. I think they're going to be really bad. I don't have a lot of faith in them, and I don't have a lot of faith in the Giants or the Cowboys. So I think the I think Washington will get like nine or ten wins and win that division. Um, Seahawks, that whole division, the NFC West is amazing. Uh, yeah, yeah, no doubt that whole, that whole division is, is really good. Yeah. I, I, they're and it's all been good. that way for like a long time. They're just, yeah, they're amazing. So nothing bad to say about the NFC West at all. Panthers, I think will be average Falcons average to below average. The Lions will suck. Vikings, I think are going to take a step back. Uh, See, that's yeah, yeah no they're they're i'm with you there i think the vikes are going to take a step backwards they they they're they're in trouble they got some stuff they got to figure out on the defensive side of the football they're they're in trouble the dolphins i don't know the jets will suck the bills i think will be the same as last year maybe a little worse um ravens be good well i don't know man they Not lost both of their running backs don't forget you know they might be as bad as 500, honestly. Uh, the, the Browns could just take that division. They could just dominate that division. It's very possible. And the AFC South is trash, uh, yeah. except for the Titans, pretty much. Yeah. Outside of outside of the Bucks, uh, or I uh, the not the NFC the the, uh, the oh Titans. AFC AFC yeah. the well it's the NFC South you're right is trash too except for the Bucks <laughs> so. For sure, man. That's that's the NFL preview, though, man. That's that's pretty much everything. That's that's a lot. That is a lot. We've got so we covered uh, a lot. <laughs> we got it. This is exciting, man. They but still have the NFL month, season uh, is upon us, JD. Tomorrow, the eve, the eve of the NFL season. It's exciting, man. Brady's taking the uh, pirate gang down to down to Dallas. <laughs> Oh no, man! It's just yeah. It's, it, I'm excited, man. I just want there to be games so we can have like so we can start getting a picture in our eyes, like what the season's gonna look like. You know what I mean? Because otherwise, it's just it's all conjecture at this point. We don't yeah. know. Like it, yeah, I mean, the Panthers could be dominant this year. We don't know. Hold on, I just fought it into this pillow. I gotta move it. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, you don't want to get some pink eye or nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. That was funny right there. My bad, guys. (laughs) All right, we're good. Anyways, (laughs) thanks for tuning in, guys. That's episode six, the NFL preview. We're ready for the season, the eve of the NFL season tomorrow. So ready. So ready. Final words? Bear the fuck down. And let's go, Pats, guys. We will catch y'all for episode seven this weekend. We will be back at it. 
Thank you again for anybody who is watching on the playback. Thank you again for anybody listening on iHeart and anywhere else this is uh, put up, guys. Thank you again. We appreciate all of the continued support, and we will catch y'all later. But for now, me and JD are out, and we will see you guys this weekend. And we're out. Oh, yeah. Peace, guys. Peace Have out. Have a good boys. one. Have a good one.